Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Hardcore Leadership Forum. promise give me a few minutes and I'm gonna let you go has this been amazing has this been amazing right I mean I told you I want you to walk out like wow so that was the aim that was my goal and uh, prayerfully I've accomplished that I just want to close out a few minutes right uh, this right there is good and uh, this has been an absolute labor of, of uh, love and <laughs> labor of, of mind. And uh, this, is, this is just, uh, it's incredible. It's incredible. So when I got ready to, to, to do that, well, let me, let me get this out the way. I want to say all my thank yous to all my tremendous team. Uh, to Mr. Orlando for helping me, Leslie, and the amazing panel of the Women on the Move. Uh, yeah, come on, let's give it up for them. Uh, Tiffany and Dr. Gwen, my HC Speaks, uh, HC Speaks presenters, Elder Dobbins, Ms. Dominique, the good Reverend Everett. Come on, let's give it up for them. Dr. Fab, the great Johnny Wimbry. Dr. Johnny Wimbry, thank you to everybody, uh, to my amazing team. Uh, we have uh, been working frantically uh, all night, all night, uh, days on end, weeks on end to, to put this together. Um, and so what you see is a lot of hard work and a lot of effort. One thing that when I was in the planning mode of this event. I didn't want it to just be a regular event that, that you come to and you walk away like, oh, that was nice. You know, I learned a couple of things. I bought a couple of books. I visited a couple of vendors' tables. Shameless plug, vendors. Uh, but I wanted you to walk away feeling like you've been exposed to something that changes the way you have thought about yourself. You thought about your career. You thought about your destiny. You thought about your life. I wanted you to walk away, and I've, I've said it on every interview I've been on and everywhere I've, I've been able to talk about it. I want it to be hard for you to sleep tonight because you're so restless with your mind racing with the possibilities of what's next. So in my preparation for this final address to you, you know, we've had a lot of elements. We've had the, the church element, and we had the, 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 the business element. We had the health element. 
So I wanted it to be an amalgamation because many of us are comprised of many different things. And so we're not just one facet. We're not just one thing. So I wanted this event to, to have many facets that would speak to every part of us. So now I got to go and give you what God gave me to give you. They gave you the business. I'm going to give you the ministry. When preparing for this, I said, God, what, do, what is it that you want me to say to these people that are coming, that are watching online? What is it that you want me to say? He said, I want you to talk to these young people, these people. All of y'all are young, younger than God, so you young. <laughs> About the miseducation of you. The miseducation of you and how you've been looking at yourself. Statistics say 98% of people die without fulfilling their dreams. 98% of people die without fulfilling their dreams. For a myriad of reasons, they die without fulfilling them. It has often been said that the richest place in the world is not the diamond mines of Africa, not the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, which holds about $203.3 billion worth of gold. It is indeed the cemetery. Because in that cemetery lies hopeless dreams. It lies books that were never published, companies that were never sought. It lies movies that were never produced. It lies franchises that were never gone after. Within that cemetery lies billions and billions. It's not even, you can't even quantify the amount of money that was just walked by or people that could have been helped by the people who are now in the ground. Why? Why? Are you not going after what you see? That's the question. Why are you not going after what you see? I came to challenge your thinking. In my final moments, the final address, why are you not going after what you see? Who? has made you believe that it is not obtainable? What has been said to you that has made you believe you cannot have it? And why do you believe them? Why have you given this person that much power in your life? Why have you given that person that much power to now they are controlling your destiny with a comment that they passed by you and said. The person doesn't even remember what they said. They may have died. They may have moved on. Or yes, they may remember. But I don't care if you remember. Write it down. Take a picture. I don't care. I know where I'm going. But why do you care so much? Be it your mama, be it your daddy, be it an auntie, be it a child. 
Who is that powerful beyond God that they can control your destiny simply by the words or the actions they tried to do against you? Why do you care that much? Why have you allowed their voices to ring in your head? You've been here all day. You've heard all of these great speakers. You've heard the great panels. You've heard people get up and tell you how to be a millionaire. You've heard people get up and tell you how to be a, a success. But somebody in the back of your mind, you are thinking, that's not for me. I came to have a good time. But subtly, you're saying, that's not for me. That's for everybody else. He's not really talking to me. And so you have found ways to mask your depression and your hurt and your bitterness because you've allowed this person's words or deeds to reign in your spirit. The reason why I formed this conference and put this lineup together is because I wanted to expose you. I wanted to expose you. Expose you to different minds. See, you can, you can go online and you can, you can follow all of the latest trends and, and follow everybody who has a, a great following online, and that's good. But I wanted to bring people who, who you maybe have never heard of but have great thought. So that you can say, he looks like me. Why can't I do it? She came from the same place I came from. Why can't I do it? Those women that got up on this panel, they are major movers in those fields. And I wanted to do something. I wanted to put uh, these ladies up and show you that it could be possible for you to think about these fields and look at it a totally different way. You don't have to go by the status quo. But if you looked at it differently, it's possible for you to win. I want to see you win. I want to see you. That is the whole point of this event. That is the whole focus of this event. I don't want a person from my great DJ to a vendor I don't want a person to walk out of this room not feeling like I'm going to win when I leave out of here. I don't want you. If you walk out of this room and you still choose to carry that weight, you still choose to carry that stuff, there's nothing we can do. But I wanted to provide an opportunity for you to have your mind expanded your mind expanded, that maybe God is not finished with you yet. Maybe there is more I can do. Maybe I don't have to be limited. I, the reason why I put the, <clears throat> the call out for 18 to 25 is because years old, young people, is because I wanted them to see that this is possible. It's like Bishop said, you don't have to live in that mediocrity. This is possible. 
just because you don't see it flaunted on social media doesn't mean it's not possible. That doesn't mean that you cannot have a great life because it's not posted all the time. But this shows you that that is possible. You are going to go higher. I want you to walk out this room, like Bishop said, floating. I want you to walk out of this room calling people, making plans, making plans for your next week, who you're going to call, what meeting you're going to set up, where you're going to go to lunch and set this deal up, or who you're going to not call, who you're going to ignore, who you're going to put on a block list, who you, who's, whose voice are you no longer going to listen to. Let me tell you something. <clears throat> the way that I maintain my peace, and, and somebody said it earlier, but I am a big proponent in this. I control whose world I go into and who comes in my world. I'm a big advocate for that. You do not get to control my peace. If you are one of those people who you always have those, those crises, guess what? I'm going to dip in, help you, and I'm going to dip right back out. I'm going to let you have your crisis over there. I'm going on. I'm going to give you my advice. I wouldn't do this. I would do that. I'm going to get me something to eat. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> I control who comes in, and I control whose world I go into. It is possible for you to be friendly without being the bellman for everybody else's issue. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Many people say, I'm almost done. Many people say, if I had to do my life over again, I would do this differently. And that sounds great to say until you realize that everything you have ever done, every success, every failure has been the stitching that has made you who you are. I want to make it easier for you to forgive yourself. Because somebody, this wasn't in my notes, but somebody, you are still holding on to stuff you did and you haven't even forgave yourself. So how can you go higher when you're the one that's pulling your own self back down? I give you permission to forgive yourself. You were young. You didn't know better. Or if you did know better, we all make mistakes. If every one of our mistakes was plastered on the screen, nobody in the room would be able to stand. If everything that everybody thought was plastered on the screen, everybody would run out in shame. You are no different. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. One of the things that the Lord wanted me to make sure that I impart to you is that this conference, this forum, was to show you 
You don't have to wait on anybody else. Listen good. I don't want you to wait on anybody else to invite you to their table. Hold on. I'm not going to wait for you to invite me to your table. I am going to become the table and the hungry will find you. If you become the table, the hungry will find you. If you become the hungry, the table, the hungry will find you. No more will you run around asking people, will you support me? Asking people, will you be on my side? Asking people, will you be my friend? If you are never my friend, I am going to go on. I love you, but I have a destiny that is so heavy. I am going to go on without you. I am never going to wait on somebody else to bring me to their table. The reason why I did this, the reason why I put this together with my great team, I'm not, I'm not trying to eliminate anybody, but I wanted to show you don't wait on anybody else. You get together with other table makers, and now you all form something. You are thinking too small of yourself. You have a network of friends in your cell phone. You say, I can't do this, but I can do a book club, and the book club can grow. I can't do this, but we can start making small cakes and pastries, and we can all put it together, and now we can open up a franchise. There is something inside of you. Stop waiting on other people to approve you. Stop waiting on other people to say you're good enough. I came to tell you you are good enough. I came to tell you you have enough strength within you. I came to to tell you if you got to go back to school go back to school read some more like Emmett but my God get up don't let another person don't let another day go by where you are holding on to the words of somebody else as if they are God they are not God I command you to get up 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 I want you to get up I don't never want you to be the same again. And this is what I have to implore and impart to you. The Lord told me that I was trying to be nice. I was trying to be nice. But he said, if you do this and you follow my voice, everybody who attends in person or virtually, everybody who is connected to you, there's going to be a cosmic shift happening in their life. I don't think you heard me. You misunderstood. I don't think. He said there's going to be a cosmic shift. Cosmic has several definitions. One of them is characterized by greatness, especially in extinct intensity or comprehensiveness. The Lord said, because you have chose to be here, 
because you have chose to come here. You didn't even know what this was. You heard, you heard hardcore leadership form. You wasn't really sure what it was comprised of. You saw HC Speaks. You saw Women on the Move. You saw Emmett Smith. You saw me. You saw Dr. Fab. You saw Dr. Johnny. And you really didn't know what exactly it was. It was a setup by God because he is getting you ready for a cosmic shift in your life, a cosmic shift in everything surrounding you, a cosmic shift in your money, a cosmic shift in your mind, a cosmic shift in your family. I don't think you understand. A cosmic shift is something that shifts the atmosphere. It shifts so much that the place that it shifts can never go back again the same exact way. That is what I'm here to tell you, that you are getting ready to go through a cosmic shift in your mind. Everything that you have been doing, it is about to shift. It is about to shift. It is about to shift. There is about to be a shift in your life, in your mind. Uh, let me read this. Let me read this. I, I want to make sure I read this. Wait. Psalms 1. All my preachers know it. Some of y'all know it. Blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor seek in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law do he meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree, planted by the rivers of living waters, bring forth fruit in his own season, his leaves shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Somebody said, that doesn't really work for me because I try to do stuff, but I don't see anything. And I was praying about it, and God said, I want you to relay. I am not going to prosper what you play with. I am not going to prosper a dream that you visit. I'm not going to prosper a dream that you paddicate. I'm not going to prosper a dream that you only do part-time. He said, if you do it, I'm going to prosper it. The reason why you're seeing no prosperity in whatever you're doing is because you don't have everything thrown at it. One thing I have learned from Bishop Jakes is that the, in order for you to get your dream or your vision off the ground, you have got to throw everything into it everything into it all of your emotions all of your money all of your mind everything into it if you want that dream to succeed you've got to throw everything into it stop patty caking it stop throwing dabs at it stop, stop throwing pebbles and start throwing everything you have at it and watch God prosper it watch God move, but he will not move. He will not take it seriously if you are not taking it seriously. That's about to be a cosmic shift. Let me see my phone. That's about to be a cosmic shift. A cosmic shift. When I say a cosmic shift, I mean a shift that everybody around you will notice there's a difference. A shift that cannot be ignored. A shift that changes the atmosphere. It changes the atmosphere of everybody connected to you. I don't think you hear me. A cosmic 
shift. This is what a cosmic shift sounds like. That's an earthquake. That's an earthquake. That's a cosmic shift. I was laying in the bed, and I was supposed to be getting up, going to bed, so I can get up this morning. And I couldn't, because every time I went to sleep, every time I closed my eyes, all I could see was buildings moving. All I could see was ground shaking. All I could see was people flying out of here. That's what your life is about to do. That's what's about to happen to you. Your life is about to go into a cosmic shift. A shift. A shift. A shift. A shift. You're going to walk out of this room changed. You are never going to be the same again. A shift. Now, earlier, you could have came in before we started and left, before anybody said a word. You would have been fine. The problem is now, you have been exposed. And now it's your responsibility to do something with what you've been exposed to. A cosmic shift. We're going to do this again next year. We'll open up registration. I'm going to do what I feel. I'm going to, I'm going to challenge you to sow into this vision. Here's why. Here's why. This is not for me. This is for you. Because your destiny is launching. When I put up my first Instagram post about this meeting, this is how much money I had to do it. This is how much money I had to do it. I promise you, I promise you, I had zero dollars. All I know is what I heard. That's all I know is what I heard. And I thought, okay, if people start registering, then I can take that and pay expenses, and I can work, and I can work my job, and maybe I can work some little odd-end jobs, and I see it. Come to fruition. I had zero dollars to do it. Zero. All I had was faith enough to do it. I had faith enough to do it. And I made a commitment, a personal commitment. I made a personal commitment. Now, I'll be honest, it's just us and y'all watch. 
I was at one of the brokest places in my life. Financially, mentally, emotionally. Down in a dark place. In a dark place. In a dark place. And I made a commitment. If you bring me out, I promise you, if you lead, I'll follow you. But I'm in a dark place. And I said, I'm going to give more to you. You know how you'll, you'll take your money, you'll, you'll do something, and you think, well, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> and the Lord reminded me, every time, every time I did that, that could have went towards something else. And he started shifting my mind. And I made a commitment. I'm not going to be in the house of God anymore and not give him something. Not give him something. Not give him more of me. Not give him more. The money, take the money. Zero dollars. Zero. Remember, goose egg, zilch, nada. But I promise you, I promise you, the Lord opened the floodgates. People start saying, I can't come, but here, here's some money. I can't come, but I want to sow into it. I can't come, but, or I can come. Here, take this. Take this. Cash out, lighten up. Thank you, Jesus. Because I made a commitment. If you lead me, I'm going to follow you. But I'm not going to do this if you don't lead me. Because there's a lot of stress in being a stage. It's easy out there. But when every bill comes in your name, there's a lot of stress. So I am telling you, I'm, gonna, I'm challenging you. We, and, and we got cash out and all that, and Ozell, but I am challenging you. If you wanna, want God to take you seriously, you have got to take him serious. Give, and it shall be given unto you again. Good measure, person down, check it together. Shall I cause men to give unto your bosom? I'm a living witness to that. I'm a living witness to that. I'm a living witness. If you give, that's why I say, if you, you need to be the safe haven that other people want. And watch God give it back to you in return. He's going to give it back. You are going to win. 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 Your children are going to win. Your family is going to win. Everything connected to you is going to win. It's going to win. Now, I got a lot of faith people in here. Maybe you choose not to be. That's, that's you. But I'm going to pray and, and I'm closing. If you want to sow, you can see me later. I'm going to pray. 
and everything that was holding you back is now broken off of you. Every lie that was ever told is now broken off of you. Every spirit of defeat, every spirit of impartiality, every spirit of depression, every spirit of lowliness, every spirit of low self-esteem, it's broken off of you right now. Father, you have brought us all here. You knew we would be here. You knew who would log on. You knew before I knew. You have sent these people. Now, God, I pray that whatever they had on them, that you would break it now. I pray that they will leave out of this place floating with possibility. Never the same again. I break every curse off of your life. I break the curse of comfort. I break it. I break it. You won't live with it another day. I curse it back to the hell. I curse it. I snatch those chains off of my brother, off of my sister. You'll never, ever be the same again. And I command you to be free and healed and loosed. I command you to be better. Better, Lord. Thank you for making us better. In Jesus' name, amen. Look, this has been the Hardcore Leadership Forum 2022.